Hey everyone, today's post comes to you from r slash petty revenge, a subreddit where people post stories of small victories over those who dared to cross them. Today's post, try to take up an entire train seat? Guess what? I'm going to be your new best friend. I take the train into work every morning. It's nice to sit and have a cup of coffee and get ready for the day on the way in. In the trains, most seats will fit two people except for the end car seats, which can fit up to four. And the trains fill up on the way in, and usually people end up having to stand in the aisles if they had the misfortune of getting on at later stops. Luckily, I have an early enough stop that there's always seats available. I noticed that there was one guy who was getting on and then taking one of the end car seats and then spreading his bag and computer and everything else out across the seat so no one else could sit in the end car seat. So I've made it my goal every morning to find him on the train and before he's able to pull all his crap out and spread it all over the seat to sit down right across from him. So far, I'm up to eight days in a row. (laughs) I just ask politely for them to move their bags. If that does not work, I just sit on their bags. F these guys. In New York City, if you look at us and we look at you and you don't move your bag, we're going to pick up your bag and put it on the floor in front of you and sit down. And you're not going to do anything about it either unless you want to make the whole train turn on you. I usually ask if their bag is as tired as me or if I can sit there. Whenever I see people come on the train with chance they like to sit next to me and my bag is still on the chair, I Always move it and tell the person I was saving you a seat, which generally gets a smile. Nice one. Well done. As a commuter myself, it winds me up to no end that people do this. To boot, I live in England where most people are too polite to say to the person, please, can you move your bag so I can sit there and opt to stand instead? Unbelievable. I ensure I find someone with a bag on the seat next to them and ask to sit there. When I lived in the UK about 10 years ago, it was a big thing for teens to get on the train blaring obnoxious music on their mobile phones. Is this still a thing? Again, everyone was too polite to ask them to turn it off. I also think they were a little scared in case the people playing the music got aggressive or rowdy. Then one day my mother was visiting and I was taking her for a day trip from London to Oxford. Some kids got on, playing their stupid music. My mother stood up to confront them, much to the horror of myself and all other bystanders. She stood over the three kids and said, Turn off that music now. The three kids tried to act tough and said something rude. I don't remember what. But my mother just repeated, Now! And they sheepishly turned it off and put away their phones. This makes me think of that Douglas Adams story about the two British men eating biscuits. They are strangers sitting next to each other at the station and one opens his pack of biscuits and eats one. Then the stranger reaches over and eats one. This goes back and forth until all the biscuits are done. The first man being too polite to say anything about this stranger eating his biscuits. Finally, the second man gets up and leaves. As the first man goes to get up, he picks up his paper to find his unopened package of biscuits hiding under it. So the whole time he'd been the one eating someone else's biscuits, 
but the other guy had also been too polite to say anything. I was on a crowded bus, and the only open seat was next to this girl who had her bag on the seat. Didn't realize she sat her bags there and quickly sat down as I needed to go to class, and I had just run to the, onto the bus. She got all in a huff, glaring and groaning. She managed to move her bag before I sat down. I looked directly at her and exclaimed, This is public transportation. Your backpack doesn't need an effing seat. People are so irritating and selfish sometimes. But I get some people just want personal space. But I want to sit down. There are often people on the train who like to spread their arms and legs into the seat next to them. My favorite thing to do in that situation is to let my arm or leg rest against theirs so it's touching. They usually get uncomfortable and move their arm or leg out of the way. Same here. I look young for my age and innocent as hell on top of that. Also, I'm rather petite. Occasionally, I get a man as a seatmate and pretty much thinks I won't put up a fight for the armrest, middle seat, or whatever. I just keep doing what is acceptable for my seat and size, and eventually, he gets uncomfortable and caves. One time, I was on a long-distance bus ride with my boyfriend. I think we were going to the airport, so it was like at 3 a.m. or something, so I fell asleep with my head on his lap and the rest of my body on the seat. I put the hood on my fluffy jacket up for comfort, too. Then this guy got on and asked my boyfriend if he wouldn't mind moving his bag. My boyfriend was like, sorry, what? And then the guy goes to sit down. So I woke up and he got a fright and said, oh, sorry, I didn't know you were a person. I was so confused. Of course I'm a person. I just sit on people's bags when they do shit like this. 90% of the time, they move the bag before my ass touches it. But sometimes, I end up sitting on top of their shit. That's always fun. Excuse me, would you mind moving your bag so other people can sit? No. <laughs> when this happens from there, you just move it yourself. Do it quickly, but not roughly. Just grab, move it to the floor, and take the seat. From there, you're kind of committed, so be prepared for anything from an awkward commute to an altercation. But I think at that point, you're still in the right. I've seen it play out like a handful of times, and each time, the owner of the stuff just picked up their shit from the floor and said nothing. Personally, I'm too passive-aggressive for that shit, so after asking, I'll just stand directly in front of them if they're facing the aisle, or literally right at the seat directly beside them if it's a forward-facing pair of seats. It's usually awkward enough that they'll move their stuff, but if not, I pray to the gods. Excuse me, would you mind moving your bag so other people can sit? No. When this happens from there, you just gotta move it yourself. Do it quickly, but not roughly. Just grab, move it to the floor, and take the seat. From there, you're kind of committed. So be prepared for anything from an awkward commute to an altercation. But I think at that point, you're still in the right. I've seen it play out like a handful of times, and each time, the owner of the stuff just picked up their shit from the floor and said nothing. Personally, I'm too passive-aggressive for that shit, so after asking, I'll just stand directly in front of them if they're facing the aisle, or literally right at the seat directly beside them if it's a forward-facing pair of seats. It's usually awkward enough that they'll move their stuff, but if not, I pray to the god Methanus. 
the fart lord and beseech him to grant me his fell breath with which to smite my enemy. This reminds me of a guy in my apartment complex who always takes up two spots. I've heard that people with nice cars do this so people can ding up their doors, but I don't think anyone gives a shit about his Chevy. Also, there are people with Jaguars, Audis, BMWs, etc. in my complex who all park like normal human beings and don't have effed up doors. I think one of these days, I'll cram my car as close as physically possible to his without actually touching it. I need to invite a friend over to do the same on the other side, and then we'll just Uber everywhere for a day or two. Years ago, I came home late to my apartment to find just one spot left in the nearby lot. The car to the right had been parked with their tires pretty much on the line between the spaces and the car to the left parked reasonably. I squeezed my little Corolla in that with about three inches of space to my right and just enough room to open my door on the left. My tires still within the lines. I came out the next morning to find the offending car gone and its entire left side mirror pod on the ground. It was ripped off as it hit my right mirror, which was able to fold back and absorb the impact. Made my day. I have a story along these lines. I was working construction downtown and would take the light rail to save money. On the way home, my pickup point would be about midpoint, and following that, we would get packed with university students, so it's best to minimize people taking up multiple seats. What I would do is get into the light rail and scan the immediate area. If people were hogging two seats, I would find the nearest one, go up to them, and say, Do you mind? I would wait for a response. No one didn't respond, and they would either shift over to the window side or aisle side, and I would occupy the other space. I felt especially happy and a little petty when they let me take the window seat. The reason I was pleased with the pettiness is that I am a six foot six guy who's been working construction all day. My limbs aren't compact, my clothes aren't clean, and I doubt I had a pleasant odor. I wouldn't make any attempt to purposefully dirty them, but I would also not go out of my way to prevent it. If they were holding a coat and I was brushing it, that's on them. If I need to get past them to get to the window seat and there's two people in the seats across from us, then I will be more on our side increasing the likelihood of rubbing them. So by trying to take up extra room, they got to deal with a messy, smelly collection of oversized limbs for the remainder of the trip. So that wraps up today's post. I mean, I love my personal space, but I can never take up an additional seat on public transportation when there are people standing. Do you have any stories you'd like to add to this post? We would love to hear them in the comments below. If you liked the video, leave a like or a comment. It always helps us out a lot. And if you'd like to hear more and see more posts from r slash petty revenge and other subreddits when they come out on the channel, please subscribe. As always, thank you so much for watching and for listening. Hey everyone, today's post comes to you from r slash petty revenge, a subreddit where people post stories of small victories over those who dared to cross them. Today's post, oh, but that's not a parking spot. I think this is the most petty I have ever been, and no need to ask if I was the a-hole because I totally was. But it tickled me and a few others. 
This happened a few weeks back and still makes my friend and I have a big laugh about it. I do deliveries around our town, and as much as I need gas to do so, there is one gas station I hit up every morning before I work because the gas is the cheapest. It is on my route to work and it has a better selection of breakfast snacks and drinks than the others around it. Since I have been stopping off there a minimum of three times a week for the last six years, I have gotten to know the owner and a few of the longtime staff there. They're all good people and treat me nicer than normal employees do, so I try to treat them with as much respect as I possibly can. One morning, while I'm filling up, one of the female employees, we'll call her Rachel for the story, was standing idly by one of the pumps. She has a few mental problems, but is one of the nicest people I know. So while my gas is being filled, I strike up a conversation. She tells me she ain't doing so hot because she is supposed to take out the trash from the outside bins and put in the dumpster around the side of the building. The way the building is designed, there's only one way to get to the dumpster and put anything into it. And that was clearly marked with signs and paintings saying, do not park here or block the dumpster. I look over and there's a caravan of about five minivans parked around the area. Most were in legit parking spaces, but the biggest one with a massive roof rack was parked awkwardly in front of the dumpster, completely blocking it off. I asked Rachel if she had asked them to move and she said they would move when they were done and that was over 30 minutes ago. I feel for Rachel and her sad face at the time so I tell her I'll make it up to her. After getting the nozzle put back up on my car and got my car ready, I drove over to where the van was parked and parked my car in the first open parking spot behind it, effectively completely blocking it in. I get out of my car and walk about five steps away when a screeching Karen pokes her head out of the front window of the van. Hey, can you move your car? I'm parked here. Me. Oh, but that's not a parking spot. Her. Well, yeah, that's why I'm trying to get out of it. Me. Okay, but hold on. I'll just be a minute. I proceed to walk inside the store to get my morning meal as I hear Karen screaming for me to come back. As the door shut in the store, I notice the place is overrun with families buying travel snacks. They are all milling about, but a few are looking out the window saying, I wonder what Karen is yelling about. They are all clearly in her caravan. By the time I grab my food and drink and make it back to the checkout line, she has stormed her way in and is trying to tell me to move my car now. I tell her, I can't leave. That would be stealing. So I'm going to buy my stuff and leave. She huffs at this and notices everyone in front of her is a member of her traveling party. So she just glares at me the whole time. I finally make it to the front after like 10 minutes and go, oh wait, shoot, this isn't what I wanted. I'll go put it back and grab what I really want. Luckily, I was still very early for getting to work, so I was milking it for all it was worth. Karen is fuming. When I make it back to the line, someone else is getting in the line in front of me, and Karen is trying to tell him to move so I can go first. The owner, we'll call her Jess, tells her she isn't allowed to talk to customers that way, and one more outburst from her and she will kick her out of the store. Karen mutters to herself, but is silent. I go up to check out, moving and talking as slow as I can, and then I ask for a lottery ticket as well. 
After paying, since no one is behind me, I scratch it off. Hey, what do you know? I want a free ticket. So I buy another one and proceed to scratch it off. Karen, to that point, had been mildly tolerable, but then she let out this unholy screech and told me to stop wasting her time, to which Jess told her to leave. Karen started to refuse and Jess picked up her phone, threatening to call the cops. Karen is then swift to leave at this point, now yelling at her caravan as to why they have to wait. I thank Jess for all that she has done so far and explain what was really going on, still really slowly. She laughs and tells me how much she hates people who park there. They get all defensive when you tell them that they can't park there, but this is the first time anyone got their comeuppance over it. I left and saw Rachel standing near my vehicle doing her best not to laugh. I load up my car and ask if everything is better and she nods enthusiastically. I move my car to the other side of the lot and watch them all leave one by one. But not before Karen pulled out in front of someone and almost wrecked. Interesting how Karen didn't want you parked there even though she wasn't ready to leave. This is a great story. Thanks for sharing. The winning an extra lottery ticket is priceless. Evidence of karma is the winning lottery ticket you bought on impulse in your vindication. I'm sure that employee is beyond grateful to know that you're an awesome person who has her back. Even if you had posted this in Am I the Booty Hole? I would vote not the booty hole, laughing my butt off. <laughs> this is so great. Kind of related. Why do people feel free to gas up, then leave their vehicle blocking the pumps while they go inside to shop for about like 20 minutes? We have an RV and can only use the two outside pumps. Both were unblocked by empty vehicles. Ugh. You're the sort of a-hole every retail employee dreams of. The a-hole that Fs with the other a-hole harassing them. Keep up the good work. Karen definitely deserved it. Could not have happened to a worse person. Brilliant thinking, by the way. Nicely done. You may have been the a-hole, your own words, but she was the entitled bitch and deserved every bit of pettiness. Don't think you were the a-hole at all. Loved that you did this for Rachel. So that's today's post. What are your thoughts on this? Do you think OP's pettiness was justified? If you were a retail employee, would you enjoy it if another customer stepped in to get back at someone who was making your job worse? Do you happen to have any similar stories? We would love to hear your thoughts in the comments below. If you liked the video, leave a like or a comment. It always helps us out a lot. And if you'd like to hear more and see more posts from r slash petty revenge, and other subreddits when they come out on the channel, please subscribe. As always, thank you so much for watching and for listening.